It was a murder that silenced the dreams of an aspiring rapper, shot through his door with his own gun in 2021. The suspect, a woman named Sasha Scar, later arrested and charged. When the trial finally took place, the evidence told one story, but Scar herself told a different one. What was your intent when, when, the gun, when that gun fired? I guess my intent was just to get his attention. Was it an act of self-defense or a carefully orchestrated tragedy? This is Texas Crime Stories, Shattered Dreams, the Martel de Ruin murder. It was a crime that shocked many. Aspiring rapper and veteran Martel DeRuin killed with a single gunshot and the person caught literally holding the gun in hand, a woman named Sasha Scar. Now we delve into the recent trial that took place for Scar and show how her words painted a haunting picture of a relationship marred by abuse, yet the evidence painted a different narrative. On January 26, 2021, after a couple of days of not answering phone calls and texts, San Antonio police were dispatched to the Towers Complex off La Cantera Parkway to do a welfare check on 34-year-old Martel DeRuin. When police approached the door, they noticed a suspicious hole near the peephole. After getting help from the complex staff, the door was open, and right behind the door lay DeRuin's body in a pool of blood. The investigation was now beginning, and the question was who committed this crime? That investigation led to the discovery of several key pieces of evidence, a 911 call and a ring doorbell camera video. A few days before DeRuin was found, a suspicious 911 call was made. San Antonio was not Martel's wife, Joya DeRuin, to whom he was separated with at the time. And then there was this video that was collected from one of DeRuin's neighbors. In it, you see a woman in a green dress with no shoes walking down the hallway, looking at her phone, and in her right hand, a gun. That woman was identified as Sasha Scar. Police put her photo out to the media, and the search was on. About two weeks later, she was caught and booked at the Bear County Jail. Days leading up to her trial, more than two years later, a 20-year plea deal was offered, but she declined it. A jury was then picked and testimony was set to begin on August 29th. The first person to take the stand was Martel's wife, Joya. Good morning. She talked about her relationship with Martel, how they got married in 2007, eventually moved to San Antonio, but then in 2019 separated as he wanted to pursue a career in music and she wanted to settle down and have a family. Uh, we did live in separate apartments. Um, it was just that. Um, we weren't 
being intimate or anything like that. We were more so just friends. When asked if she had ever met Sasha, she said yes, a few times beginning in 2016. Well, originally, um, we met after she wanted to pursue um, music. Uh, Martel met her on a video shoot. And then he said, oh, she's interested in music. You know, I want to help her out. She later talked about going to Deruin's apartment when she couldn't reach him. And when she got there, cop cars and crime scene tape were up. She called his mom and she felt something bad happened. I was uh, just listening to his mom crying on the phone. Um, everybody just so sad. I was just in shock, honestly. I didn't want to believe it until somebody actually told me. Um, this is what happened. As the trial proceeded, evidence from the crime scene was shown inside Martel's apartment with some broken glass. The bed frame was broken. Scar's bag was sitting on the ground and her shoes nearby. An empty gun box was also found in the apartment. It appeared to investigators some kind of struggle or scuffle had occurred. Nearby neighbors testified hearing two people arguing inside and the neighbor who lived across the hall said she even saw Scar banging on the door, but never heard a gunshot. I saw a woman that was banging on the unit across from my door. She mentioned something along the lines that she was trying to get the attention of whoever was on the other side of the door. Another neighbor thought he heard the gunshot, but ended up thinking it was the fireworks that run every night at the nearby Six Flags Fiesta Texas theme park. When the lead detective on the case, Lawrence Sines, took the stand, he said that it appeared the two were arguing, and at some point, Sasha took Martel's gun, and he threw her out. Because she had left all her stuff inside, she started banging on the door. And he believes that when he peeped to look out, she shot through the door. It was our belief that it was a murder. Can you expand on that? That it was intentionally done, and uh, the act that was intentionally done caused the death of the defendant. As the state rested their case, the defense had one witness to call up, and that was Sasha Scar. Now on the stand, Scar is very soft-spoken and seemingly calm. She talked about meeting Martel when she was 17 and how they began collaborating in music together. We started becoming really close friends after about two years. Eventually, she said that their relationship evolved and turned sexual about six months before he was killed. Then the questions turned to the night the shooting took place. Scar said Martel picked her up and they went back to his place. She said she had some drinks and both were smoking marijuana. Then she said everything changed after she got a phone call from a photographer. He was on the couch. Okay. And where were you talking on the phone? I was in the kitchen talking on the phone. I had ended up going to lay down. Where did you go to lay down? In the bedroom on the bed. I was getting ready to go to sleep. I was scrolling on my phone and Martel came into the room and turned the lights on. He asked me to leave and I just asked him why. We ended up getting into an argument. He was upset because he felt like I was on the phone with another man. The argument, she said, they got more physical. I snatched my stuff from him and that's pretty much when it started. Were y'all physically tussling with one another? Yes, sir. Okay. How did the fingernail get broken off? From me trying to probably pull him off of me. He had tackled me onto the bed and 
for what felt like a long time. He was hitting me, choking me, and so up to the point where I couldn't breathe. Were you being hit? Yes, sir. Once the bed had broken, he ended up falling off the bed, and that's when I crawled across the bed. She said she then saw the gun and took it as a way to get out. After I grabbed it, I told him, don't touch me. I started backing up out of the bedroom. I started grabbing dishes out of the cabinets and throwing it in between us. Were you in fear from Martel? I was at the time, yes. She was able to get out of the apartment, but all her stuff stayed inside, she said. I was just banging on the door. I had the gun in my hands and I was banging on the door with the gun. Was he yelling, screaming, making any kind of noise? At some point, was the shot fired? Yes, sir. As I was knocking on the door, I just threw the gun up and just, I just shot Do you have any idea that Martel was standing behind that door? Yes, sir. What was your intent when, the, when, the gun, when that gun fired? I guess my intent was just to get his attention. Scar also admitted to making the 911 call and throwing the gun in a dumpster. You lied to the 911 operator, correct? I lied about my identity, yes. But you did not give the operator the full information, correct? Mm. You didn't tell the operator that you shot through the door? No, I didn't. Steps could have been taken to save his life if he had been shot somewhere else, correct? Correct. I didn't necessarily lie about what happened. I just didn't say everything. During cross-examination, the state challenged her version of events, especially when she said she had to jump over a counter to get away from Martel. How did you go over <laughs> I just lifted myself up and <coughs> crawled over the counter. We clearly have, have three eyes here. <coughs> Three ceramic bowls that were not touching. That's yeah. a remarkable circumstance. Yes? There was more room on the end of the counter. It's not indicative of you guys fighting over stuff. <coughs> you said there was more room in the counter. No room at the end of the counter. It seems physically impossible for you to leap over it. From this angle, you would agree with that. Right? It might seem like it. After her testimony, the defense rested. The next day, the jury was able to deliberate, and in just over two hours, they came back with a guilty verdict. The jury would deliberate again, this time a sentence, and after four and a half hours, the sentence was in. We assess her punishment at confinement in the Institutional Division of the Texas Department of Criminal Justice for a term of 55 years. There was no reaction from Sasha Scar as her sentence was handed down. Martell's family members were elated and satisfied with the sentence. They would now get the chance to face her, and Martel's sister, Cammie, gave a powerful impact statement. Sasha, the pain and agony that you brought upon my family is unbearable. You deserve this. Your time is up, and the time has come for you to pay for what you've done. So fix your sheets, if you have any, because you've made your bed, and now it's time to lay in it. Sasha Scar has been transferred to a prison in Dayton, Texas. She will become eligible for parole in 2048. Thanks so much for joining us for Texas Crime Stories. For more episodes, just head to KSAT.com, KSAT Plus, KSAT's YouTube channel, or wherever you hear your podcasts.